from the champion. Uh oh, oh, oh deep six. That could be it. Delivers this deep six. Good evening, Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast fans. This is episode 58. Tommy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Doing really good. It's good to see you. I feel like we haven't talked in a while. It's only been about a week. I know, but you know, it just it seems like we haven't really done a talked a lot of wrestling here recently. So I'm glad to be able to get caught up here going into fast lane tomorrow. This week has absolutely been uh, crazy. Uh, my parents are, are moving, helping them move. Um, so to clear out 50 years worth of stuff in this house that they've been hoarding. Um, so I got that going on. And I got to get myself ready for a move, too, at the same time. Uh, God only knows where I'm going to end up. But whatever, whatever. Um, keep them busy with that. And today was the first day of spring. Yeah, man. Went out for a nice bike ride, 55 degrees, nice, crisp, cool air. Uh, it was awesome. What have you been up to? Uh, you know, man, just getting, uh, just trying to get stuff done, keeping busy, you know, helping out with my sister's uh, show choir and, you know, just getting ready for baseball season and, and some content I'm going to write for that. You know, I'm really excited for, for Tampa Bay to get their chance this year, but yeah, man, just been enjoying life as much as I can. That's awesome, man. So we got a bit to talk about, and we're going to introduce a new segment today. Um, we're going to introduce a, a new character, um, so that should be pretty fun. So we're going to try to buzz through uh, this part before we get to the fun stuff. We're going to talk about uh, uh, predicting fast lane. So let's talk about the worst show of all of any wrestling promotion going on right now. Really quick, uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, so apparently we're getting Drew McIntyre versus uh, Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania for the yeah. WWE title. I'm not I'm not bothered by that. I think that's honestly a match that either person could win, and I think that they'd have their fans. I, obviously, people want to see Drew get that moment for kind of carrying the – the company here of the last year, what in, you know, the COVID year and, and doing the Thunderdome and all that, but also Bobby Lashley, he just got his first chance for the title. And I think people are kind of liking him. I think people have really been enjoying the hurt business. So yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting match. I honestly am, am intrigued to see who would win that match. I, I honestly couldn't make a pick until after, you know, I see the build up to uh, WrestleMania here in the next few weeks. Bobby, Lashley looks great as a champion. It's fresh, so uh, it's it, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, does Drew McIntyre get his WrestleMania moment? Uh, that's gonna be uh, interesting. But there, it, it is a big problem, though. This is this is a big problem. And then Drew versus Bobby Lashley is your best promoted match from the Raw side going yeah. into WrestleMania is a big problem, and we're gonna talk about it later. And I may let off some steam. I may let off some steam in a little while. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I actually made this comment to you yesterday about how, you know, the card actually doesn't seem too bad if, if all the, you know, rumored matches are, are planned to go. You know, like as we saw with 
with Kevin Owens and um, all the Zane best stuff night. is from SmackDown. Yeah, it is all from SmackDown, but it. I think SmackDown's done a better job, like you said, at, at promoting stuff. Obviously, when Drew and and Bobby is your is your best friend of match, it should be for the WWE Championship, but it really doesn't even seem like there's anything comparable on the Raw side. So yeah, I, I still think the card is going to be pretty good. I I think it's going to be an interesting one to say the least. But yeah, it's it's weird to think that on the number one show, like the most known show for WWE. We have one set in stone match that everybody knows for knows of, and it's it's for the the pre- most prestigious title in the company. So they're kind of slacking behind here with three weeks to go. Yes. Uh, so let's move on. We're going to revisit this for sure in our new yeah. segment that we're going to debut a little later. We're definitely going to revisit this. And, uh, oh, man, I'm going to have at it. But uh, anyway, uh, another, I guess you can say, noteworthy thing that happened on Raw. Um, new Raw Tag Team Champions in New Day defeats the Hurt Business. Did not see that coming. Uh, but then we see Omos and AJ Styles challenged the New Day uh, for the Raw Tag Team Championship, uh, which should be taking place at uh, WrestleMania, to my understanding. Yeah. Um, uh, so basically, that's really the only thing that's happening on the Raw side. Um, and then, of course, you had Alexa Bliss uh, challenging Randy Orton uh, for a match, uh, which should take place tomorrow night, which we'll talk about a little later. But you have that going. So uh, the the uh, Randy Orton, uh, Alexa Bliss, Bray Wyatt storyline is uh, slowly building up. Yeah, seems but like we finally will get another Tommy, Firefly match. Everything that I just mentioned is all you need to know about Monday Night yeah. Raw. Well, I'm, we saw. We I think we're doing the uh, what is it? The uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon match. Oh yeah! Oh, we're gonna be talking about awful, that. awful. Please. This is this feud is going to be revolved around slime. Yeah, and like it's it's slime and them questioning Braun's like stupidity, like his intelligence. It's just it's an awful storyline, dude. It it really is. Don't even get me started on this because this is part of our segment later on. Like I feel like the match would be pretty good because I feel like Shane always pulls something out of his ass for the the bigger shows, but. I mean, come on. He's calling him stupid and the slime, and I can't wait to hear your opinion on it. Mm, it's coming. It is absolutely coming. NXT. NXT Wednesday night. Uh, you're consistently the better show out of all three shows that WWE puts out every single week. Go yeah. figure. Yeah, it's. I'm surprised that they had the, uh, the announcement that we're doing. Uh, TakeOver Stand and Deliver, they announced that last week, and they're building to it already, and I'm two glad that nights. it's two nights. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like they always give WWE, the main roster, a really good push around WrestleMania with the takeover before, and I expect really nothing less. We didn't really see much of NXT last year because they were on the WrestleMania card. But, yeah, I, I fully expect the takeover matches, if some of them are, you know, Karrion Cross and, and Finn Balor and... Dexter Loomis and, and Austin Theory or, or Johnny Gargano. Uh, I'm really excited for this pay-per-view. Mike Mazza talking about Shane is the best in the world. Remember that. Well, <laughs> just wait until my event is coming. We will 
revisit this in just a little while for sure. Walter, Walter's back from the UK yeah. and confronts Champa. That's going to be interesting. Uh, as Imperium jumps Champa, uh, we see that on uh, Wednesday night after his win against Bartel. Um, so I guess we're going to see Walter versus Champa take over. Hey, man, sign me up. I mean, Walter's been missed. He had that, that great match. That is going with... to be a barn burner. Oh, but I yes. have a feeling Walter wins uh, if that match does happen. Yeah, I think Ciampa can take the loss. I think he's one of those guys, you know, like a scene. Not comparing him on Cena's level of, you know, star power, but more like in the fact that he can take a loss and still come back and people will know him as, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, a Bible foe. So, yeah, I think Walter is, is – Still in the middle of a push, I think he should be the, the highest push person on the entire roster. And, uh, yeah, I expect him to have a, a barn burner with, with Champa. I think that's going to be a hell of a match. Really quick on this one, we see Dakota Kai defeat uh, Zoe Stark. Uh, Zoe Stark is a newcomer. She's really good worker. She's had some great matches, but she's been taking some losses. Uh, to the likes of Io Gonzalez, uh, Io Shirai, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Raquel. Um, she's she's taking a, a, a she took a loss to Dakota Kai uh, the other night. Um, so I, her stock isn't exactly rising, but she's having some great matches. Um, yeah. So I'm looking for her to be like the next uh, breakout star later this year once uh, some movement goes up from NXT to the main roster. Uh, Ryan says, did not like the crowd reaction that Walter got when he returned. I mean, listen, most of it's a fake crowd anyway. Um, so if that was a real crowd, I think we would have seen a better reaction. And, yeah. um, yeah, Mike Mazza with the NXT and NXT UK matches should replace all of Raw's media matches on the card. <laughs> Raw is trash. Oh, my gosh, Mike, wait till you... Uh, wait till later in the show uh, when I save the best for last because I'm going to try to save my energy here uh, and just vent it all out later on. That's that's absolutely happening. But, uh, oh, we see the debut of LA Knight. Let me tell you, he is such a good talker. Yes. Right on the mic. Um, let's see how NXT builds him up from here. He didn't work the half-bad match. Did a great job selling. You know, got a, got one, uh, two or three good moves in, including his finisher. So, uh, you know, I'm willing to give it a chance. I'm not too crazy about his name, though. Yeah, I I know, obviously, you know, they couldn't use the Eli Drake name from, you know, his time with Impact. And I, I think he was one of those names that people could recognize. But I remember, I think we made a comment to each other during, you know, the show that he appeared on, where we were both like, L.A. Knight, that, like, just... This doesn't sound like a good name, but it, like you said, he can talk his way out of a paper bag. I think he's one of the the better talkers in in the wrestling business. I really loved his time and impact. But yeah, we're gonna have to see what he can do. I think more people are gonna get introduced to his style of wrestling, his you know kind of brawler type, but also a really good hang. I, I would compare him almost to Hangman. I think that's a good comparison. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see what he does. I just I agree with you. I don't really know about the name L.A. Knight. Just still kind of kind of rubs me wrong. I think they should have kept his last name and then maybe changed up his first name a little bit. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Maybe Eli Knight. 
See, but that already sounds 100% better. Like, but it's so much better than L.A. Knight. <laughs> I don't know how um, long uh, that name will last for. We'll see. I mean, they've been known for changing. I mean, they, they changed Kenta's name to Hideo Itami after Kenta debuted under yeah, his first yeah. match under Kenta. Uh, they changed it really quick uh, within like a week or two. So who knows? Uh, whatever floats their boat. But anyway, uh, we get Karrion Cross turns on Finn Balor. Uh, as they were put together in a challenge that Scarlett Bardot uh, was uh, challenging Birch and Lorkin uh, during the early part of the show. They were, uh, uh, Scarlett was laying down a challenge for her man, Karrion Cross and Finn Balor, uh, to uh, challenge for the NXT tag titles. Uh, then we see Finn Balor inadvertently, uh, I believe it was Lorkin, um, um, and into um, Scarlet Bardot. Scarlet Bardot was knocked out. Karrion Cross didn't see any of this, so that all cleared up. And then by the time Karrion Cross noticed um, Scarlet was down, you see Finn Balor hovering over her uh, to see if she was okay. And uh, Karrion Cross instantly um, thought that Finn Balor was solely responsible, and he just went nuts, flipped out. And he even uh, took out the other guys to uh, help in uh, Birch and work, and they took advantage of that and retained the titles by fin and, uh, pinning Finn Balor. Uh, but uh, what do you think of this build that we're seeing here between Karrion Cross and Finn Balor? I'm absolutely enjoying this. This might be my favorite WrestleMania build uh, going into a WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, no. I, I've always been a big fan of Karrion Cross. I, I thought he deserved his, his title. When he won, obviously he got hurt in that match and only had the match or only had the title for three days. I think he deserves this spot. I've been really excited to see him come back into the main event picture and having a match against Finn Balor. I mean, we've seen what Finn Balor's done on Takeover with Pete Dunn and Kyle O'Reilly in recent, you know, recent memory of the past year. He tears the house down. He's he's done such a good job, such a good job, and I think giving a a character like Karrion Cross, who has this, you know, mystery behind him and has this great heel manager in, in Scarlet Bordeaux. I, I think it's a really good pairing. I wish, I know he probably won't do it. I wonder, I don't even remember how long it's been since he's done the Demon, but I think the Demon Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross would be such a good visual match. But I imagine they'll do... Just oh my gosh, Finn if they Balor. have Karrion defeat the demon, yeah, talk that about was, I mean, talk about a rocket ship to his back. Yeah. Woo. I mean, and I, and I think they want to. I, I think he honestly, I think he takes the title off Balor. But, I mean, that would be crazy. I think if, Demon Balor comes back eventually. It's got to be like... Uh, it has to, I mean, yeah. It's got to be like one of those feuds where uh, he's got to be put in one of these positions where he's like really... Um, I don't know, like the severe underdog, like back against the wall kind of like yeah. storyline to it. Um, I, I just think that this one could have, just like I said, a really good visual kind of narrative to it because you have the mystique behind the cross character and Scarlet Bordeaux and, and his theme song and his entrance and all that. And then you have the Demon Balor, you know, first time since what? Probably 2016, 2017 that he's used the Demon. I would say it's been at least three years. I can't pinpoint it right now, uh, but I yeah. feel like it's been about three years for sure. 
I feel like it was against his match at, with AJ. Survivor That's Series. The last one I, uh, was it TLC or it might have been Survivor Series? Yeah. Mm, I have to look that one up. It's been a while. I feel like it's been at least three years. Yeah. Moving on, talking SmackDown. We're gonna we're gonna buzz through SmackDown and then AEW really quick before we talk fast lane. Uh, speaking of Scarlett, is she gonna wrestle? Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, if that's really in, in in the plan right now, maybe she's training. We don't know about that. Uh, I know Scarlett Bardot's brother Parker is training. Uh, right now, and he looks jacked. He looks like a, yes. he looks like a young Brock Lesnar. So this is going to be interesting to see what we get out of him, what his wrestling name will be, and yeah. what have you. But Parker Barlow, uh, uh, Parker Bordeaux, Mark yeah, Bordeaux is, and changed. he's get. I mean, he's getting a rub from you know he got the social media like reach out from from Paul Heyman. You know, a lot of people, like you said, have been comparing him to to Brock Lesnar, and and he basically gave him a seal of approval, stamp of approval there. So it'll be interesting to see. He looks, I mean, that is a, talk about a money-making match. Parker Bordeaux versus Brock Lesnar. That's got dollar bills written all over it. Yeah, you got to do that match relatively soon, probably within the next three, four years. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, SmackDown, Edge defeats... uh, Jay Uso to earn the right to be the special enforcer at uh, Daniel Bryan um, challenging uh, Roman Reigns for Roman Reigns' uh, universal title. Uh, yeah. Edge will be the special enforcer in that match because he defeated Jay Uso. Uh, we'll get more into the prediction part of it a little later on. Um, but uh, I have a feeling uh, Jey Uso will be uh, rearing his ugly face uh, into that fast lane match uh, to lead into other things. But uh, we see Roman Reigns lay out uh, Edge. We see Roman Reigns lay out Daniel Bryan. Basically, everything – you know what? I'm going to say it right now. Roman Reigns has been carrying the main roster pro- program for WWE. Yeah. Which is so crazy. We're not talking about NXT because NXT is the best show, but it finally and it took five years too late, but it's it's still good. Roman Reigns is uh, carrying the show. He's uh, yeah, he's been great. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Who would have thought that five years ago when he was getting booed at WrestleMania for beating Triple H? I mean, this heel turn has done wonders for him. I think it's really allowed him to show who he is as a person. And just how good of a of a character he can be. And yeah, like you said, I mean, he's been carrying the main roster since his debut, his re-debut, I guess, at, at was it SummerSlam this past year? Yep. Yeah. So he's he's done great. I'm I'm really excited to see this Vaseline match. I, I think it's I think they could really do a kind of like a switch up here on the the WrestleMania card. I I would Truly say that Roman Reigns has now earned like the face of WWE. You can call him that. Sasha Banks is right there. She's been doing some fabulous work with Bailey over the past uh, several months, uh, for sure. But uh, moving on, we got Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, they're doing a Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens program. How can you not be and excited about this? It's going to be a great match. Uh, and that's looking like WrestleMania. I don't recall if I saw that on a Fastlane card. 
Um, no, yeah, I think they're going to hold it out to Mania. I think it's it's a match that deserves to be on Mania. SmackDown once again building another another good match for Mania. Yeah, I I mean we've heard the rumors that you know they kind of had had to restart the the card, like making the card. And if this is one of the matches that they came up with, I mean, like you said, you can't go wrong with this. I mean, their matches at Takeover, their matches on the main roster. I, I think they wrestled at a Battleground pay per view. Their rivalry is so good going back to NXT, you know, Ring of they, Honor. Yeah, NXT they yeah. had a match where Kevin Owens was the bad guy who turned yeah, on Sami yeah. Zayn. Yeah. So I, I think this is just another one of those Fight Forever. Matches. This reminds me of, of kind of like a, a Kurt Angle uh, Chris Benoit match from like the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania where it was kind of just thrown on the card at the last minute and it'll probably get overlooked. But it's going to end up being one of the best cards, one of the best matches on the entire card for both nights. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I would say that would probably be my dark uh, dark horse pick for sure, being the best match for sure. Those guys are going to work. You got to let those guys go for at least twenty minutes. Yeah, if, for sure. If if they're doing <clears throat> eight matches a night for four hours each, from what I've heard, it might be a four hour show each night. <laughs> you got it. You got to give them twenty minutes at least. They they need to be able to tear the house in like they have done it. You know, battleground and, and takeover and stuff. So here's a little bit of the backstory. The past couple of weeks, Sami Zayn has been uh, having uh, his own personal camera crew, uh, his own documentary, and he's been trying to get Kevin Owens to join the documentary for the past three weeks now, four weeks or whatever, uh, and then. Uh, Sami Zayn just finally snapped, uh, turned on Kevin Owens when uh, Kevin Owens was, uh, you know, focused on uh, talking to uh, Michael Cole and Corey Graves. And uh, we see um, Sam. And I saw it coming the way they shot the angle. I saw it, uh, Kevin Owens turned away. The camera was right on uh, Kevin Owens only. And I knew that Haluva kick was coming from Sami Zayn. Absolutely knew it. Yeah, I think that's, again, you know, you talked about how good SmackDown is. They've really done fantastic job with their shot framing, too. I think, like you said, that that was a, a, one of those shots that they've done their production. And we kind of saw that with, or I guess that was coming with the move to Fox. But, I mean, SmackDown has just done such a good job of, of like you said, telling these stories from using different camera angles, like you said, knowing the Aluva kick was coming or with Roman Reigns coming out of nowhere at SummerSlam, they've, they've done such a good job. And I think it's, it's tough. A lot of people give AEW credit for how good the, their shows look and with the surprises and stuff. But to set up a WrestleMania match with basically a camera angle, I, I think was really good. So, I'm, I'm, like you said, I'm really excited for this match. This is going to be one of the better ones. I, I, I really do agree with you. I think this would be my dark horse to be the best one of the night. Tommy, did you get a haircut, by the way? I did, but I've been, a, I've been wearing my hat all day, so my hair is a little messed up. So I gotta make it look good. But yeah, I, I grew my. I, I've been growing my beard out. Got my hair cut again, so. Yeah, you always gotta connect that. Yeah, exactly. Keep the mustache and beard connected. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I cannot pull off a mustache. We'll never even try. It looks horrible. Maybe, oh, maybe for WrestleMania, I'll shave into just a mustache. <laughs> It'll be my birthday. Uh, April April 5th, right? Yes, 5th, sir. Okay, yes, wow. Sir. Two weeks. It's that Monday. It's that Two Monday weeks. of WrestleMania. 
two weeks from this Monday. Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Unbelievable. It's coming quick. We're going to talk really quick about this one because we don't want to lose our viewers. Uh, but um, Tamita and Natty attack Shayna and Belair. Sasha um, was appearing to be in the corner of Belair, but leaves her after Belair was in Sasha's corner earlier in the night when Sasha Banks was taking on Nia Jax for the WWE Women's title. So Belair was in Sasha's corner the whole way, but not so much when Sasha had her match. Uh, when Belair had her match later with Shayna, Sasha comes out and then decides to turn around and not be in the corner of Belair. Um, then uh, so that basically, and then Nia Jax, who was already out there, uh, turned her back and went went to the back locker room. Did not want to be in Shayna's corner for that particular night uh, because we saw. Um, uh, Shayna uh, inadvertently cost Naya the uh, the chance to get the win against Sasha Banks on Friday night, which was the opening match. Uh, so, uh, so that basically leaves uh, Belair and Shayna in the ring alone. Um, and uh, Tamina and uh, Natty uh, take advantage. They they attack uh, Shayna. They attack Belair. And uh, it looks like to me that WWE is planting the seeds of Tamita and Natty versus Shayna and Nia Jax for the women's tag titles for WrestleMania. Yeah, I I think that wouldn't be a terrible match. I mean, we've talked about it so much how WWE, AEW's starting to get really good at it, but and we'll talk about that later here in the night. But WWE's women's division is is just not as utilized as they should be. And their tag team division definitely suffers from that. There's really no consistent competitors. It seems like there's always one at a time. And then that team wins the title. Then you got to build up another team. So Every single women's tag team is like strange bedfellows. Yeah, no. There's it, no it really tag is. team division. Why, you call, why are WWE calling a tag team division? It, there's no why division. Is, why is Shayna with Nia? Like, I know that, you know, they're champions, but Shayna should be in the main event. Same thing Nia for the men's. Be. This yeah. is why they need to merge the brands. The men's have four tag teams on SmackDown, uh, three, maybe four on Raw. Um, yeah. How do and you the, call that same, a tag team division? And I, I get the people like the New Day, and they're fine. But I mean, they've won the titles eleven times in Six seven years. Matches. Yeah, in like seven years, you get the same champions over to over and over again. It's like, with people who win titles that much, and I think that's why people are getting a little tired of, of Charlotte, is because she's won, what, 10 titles in the seven years she's been on the main roster? Uh, John Cena took 16, yeah, six, I think his last year was, or last title win was 2017 to win 16 titles. So, I, I just, their fresh matchups just aren't good, but... This match, I, I think, could give a, a good team. I think Natty is, has always been good in the ring. Tamina has been a, a great veteran to have, and, and putting them in, you know, a tag team match at least will give a team, you know, a different team that WrestleMania payday. Moving on, we'll come back to uh, a couple WWE things a little later. We got a special segment for you guys that's coming, uh, but uh, let's get let's 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 stop the WWE talk for a few minutes. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have enough here in the coming heart weeks. attack. Yeah, WWE is gonna get a lot of attention, but we're, we're gonna come back to a couple things that we 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 gotta we gotta touch on. Um, but 
Anyhow, AEW, we see Cody Rhodes defeating Penta in the opening match. And what an opening match that we got. Yeah, this story has been interesting. I know uh, Penta kind of called him out from the crowd a few weeks ago. This, this has a lot of good potential to make Penta into a future star. I think Cody's been that guy who's kind of just been pushing everybody over the limit on the roster when you have, you know, guys giving guys like Scorpio Sky and, and Darby that push and, and Lance Archer. I, I think he can really make Penta look like an absolute star. So I'm looking forward to seeing them do more matches. I, I think they need to, because of Double or Nothing coming up so quickly, this is a match that you can extend a story for the next, what, two months? I think it's like May 29th. So, yeah, I, I'm excited to see the future of this rivalry here. Moxley and Kingston defeat the Good Brothers, but the Good Brothers were dominated most of the match. Uh, we see Moxley uh, get the roll-up uh, win, uh, but the Good Brothers continue to uh, beat down Moxley and Kingston, uh, and then the Young Bucks came to the save. Um, so we, 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 get, we got the build of the uh, relationship going with uh, Moxley and Kingston. Uh, but uh, Good Brothers really put a beating on these guys. Yeah, the Good Brothers have been uh, a really important part here of of AEW, and I'm excited to see what they're doing with, you know, I know Kenny Omega is facing Rich Swan at the next TNA, or TNA, excuse me, uh, Impact pay-per-view. So that should be really good. I, I, I'm, I've been a fan of the way that Impact has kind of crossed over. I... I'm interested if the Good Brothers will officially become a AEW tag team, if they'll win the titles at some point. But no, they have been a good a good part of the storyline, and, and I'm excited to see what you know Moxley and, and Kingston do. I think that's another match you can have at, you know, whether it's Double or Nothing or another one of these TV specials like they had with this past Wednesday. I didn't have this in my notes, but we'll talk about it really quick. We have the new group of The Miz... Um, oh, what's his name? MJF? Ty Dillinger. Uh, yeah, MJF. Oh, God. Nothing I, is. You I, always do it every, <laughs> every episode. Oh, man. MJF. Sean Spears. Sean Spears, FTR. Um, Wardlow. And, and then and, uh, yeah, Wardlow is the, the bodyguard. And then Tully Blanchard is basically the yeah. manager. Um, so I, I'm thinking this is going to lead to like a five on five uh, type of match, a blood and guts stadium stampede, maybe uh, coming up. Uh, at double or nothing. Uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think here? I, I think uh, I don't think these guys are going to touch in a match until the next pay per view. Yeah, I think this is the kind of like you said. Uh, you know, this would kind of be the match that you could do a blood and guts. I think they referred to themselves as the pinnacle. I think it's what they kept yeah. referring to as. So. Yeah, they referred to themselves as the pinnacle. I'm not too sure if I'm a fan of that name, but yeah, that's an interesting name. But you can do. I think we're going to see if you could have done another... something like the new horseman. Yeah, I, you could do that. Cause I mean, they did the reuse. Horsemen. Yeah, they use, I mean, they use the horsemen. There were obviously different variations of them with, you know, Benoit and Luger. Um, yeah, I, I'm, a sh I'm sure we're going to see some type of stadium stampede match or blood and guts would be really good to see for the first time at double or nothing. I think, especially with having fans at WrestleMania, 
we might start getting to that point with AEW, and that, I think you can finally pull that match off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't really expect these two teams. I think we'll see a lot of, you know, Jake Hager and, and Guevara versus FTR matches like that. I just don't think we'll see MJF and Jericho, like you said, lock up until until probably the next pay per view, Double or Nothing. I didn't see that. It, it, something interesting happened on uh, AEW two as well. There were a lot of. A lot, this was a pretty good week for AEW. I'm not gonna lie, uh, but uh, we saw dissension in Team Taz. Uh, I wonder what's happening here. But we see Brian Cage was given respect to Sting uh, at the top of the ramp uh, during in the middle of an interview, um, and then um, Team Taz did not like that. They uh, Taz was flipping out and Starks. Wondering like what the hell you got, what the hell you doing, yada yada yada. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Then you see them arguing amongst themselves and go back to uh, you know backstage. Um, no acknowledgement from Darby Allen about the attack from Scorpio Sky last week, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, this um, you know promo from from Brian Cage was really good, and yeah, I'm still interested in seeing what they're doing with Darby. I, I think. At some point, somebody's got to beat him. If you're going to build a new star, you know, whether it's Lance Archer or or Scorpio Sky or, or Brian Cage. Brian Cage is, has got Mega Star written all over him. He's young. I think he's got the look. And now, kind of breaking him away from Team Taz, I, I really like that idea. So, if they do a multi-man match at, at Double or Nothing, this is, I mean, talk about a match that could steal the show. Brian Cage... I think is going to be it, – it's tough to pick against Omega and him as, like, the two guys who could be world champion at the end of the year. Or Hangman and him, I'm sorry. Yeah, I honestly could see uh, Hangman uh, being the one to take the title off Omega unless they do, like, Moxley. They do a return match later on. But I could really – I could see Hangman uh, being one of the next guys to – it would make sense. It would come full circle. But the match that everybody has been talking about is Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker in a lights out match. Let me tell you, yeah, that was, was a insane. barn burner of 20 minutes. Uh, best women's match I've seen yet on AEW programming. Now, we got to pump the brakes for a second. Does this whether this puts a women the women's division on the map for AEW or not? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'll go that far. Um, but damn, I mean, this is a hell of a mess. They got something to build on, and I noticed they brought in a couple Japanese wrestlers. Don't even expect yeah. them to remember their names, <laughs> um, but they brought in a couple Japanese wrestlers, uh, uh, which we saw on the pay per view uh, going against Akara uh, uh, Shida. Um, so those girls too can also help add to this division. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to have a couple of returns later on in the year. Um, but, uh, man, they tore it up. Unbelievable. The, the finisher of the match with Britt Baker going to the table, the blood, great camera work. Yeah. Again, I mean, AEW's production, I, I mentioned this earlier when I was comparing it to Fox with SmackDown, it's, it's unmatched. Man, this match was crazy, though. I, I really saw... I didn't get around to watching Dynamite Live. I actually watched it the next day, but I was scrolling through Twitter, 
and I saw the picture of of Rip Baker completely bloody, and she's smiling through it. And I was, and her I was thumb, the thumbtacks, the thumbtacks, thumb yeah. Oh my goodness! Knowing how brutal the last lights out match was with with Moxley and and Omega from Full Gear, I expected this one to be pretty tame, being that it's you know on live TV, you're not on a pay per view format. And, and Moxley and and Omega both had roots, you know, doing the hardcore stuff. But holy hell, did these girls, I mean, just tear the house down. It was such a great match to see them get the main event spot, let alone, you know, perform the way they did. And, I mean, Thunder Rosa is, is obviously a star with NWA, and I think she's done a great job since she's been in AEW. But, I mean, Britt Baker made herself, if she wasn't a star before, she made herself a star this past Wednesday. It was a fantastic performance by both women. Man, the crowd reaction that she's going to get yeah. when more fans are allowed into the building. Oh. She tore it up. She absolutely tore it up. She's Baker's been, uh, I would say, the best uh, female uh, wrestler just, just all around, you know, with storytelling, character builds, and even some of these moments, like the last the match we saw last week, and um, when she had the bloody nose a couple months ago, um, yeah, earlier in the year, uh, or or I should even say that's probably last year. Um, but uh, I think Britt Baker has been the like the best all around. She's right there, right, right there. Yeah, she's she's gonna be a future star. I mean. She's lucky that – not lucky. I, I would love to see Adam Cole, if he ever left NXT, her and, you know, him and her, they're obviously a real-life couple. If they teamed up on AEW, man, they would put on some really, really good matches. Uh, Mike Mazza talking with the Ember. Uh, this was the uh, Ember to spark the beginning of something great for the women. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Let's see what happens next week. Let's see what happens next week. See, what, see how they capitalize on this going forward for sure. Um, uh, need to see uh, Abaddon in a match like that one. Oh, she's so gross. I don't want to see her face. Scare, <laughs> scares me. Scares me. I'd rather Marilyn Manson's uh, much better looking than her. But uh, oh boy. All right. So we're getting closer to our special segment that we're going to debut. But first, uh, we are going to uh, run through the fast lane card very quick. We'll do a little little prediction. We'll start at the bottom of the card. Oh, we're, we're going to get to this one in a couple minutes again, but um, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Um, I, I, don't, I have a feeling this match will be no contest, and we're going to see a match I between think, them two or Mania. Yeah, I think they actually canceled this match. I think I read something that they canceled this match for tomorrow's pay-per-view. All right, so they're probably going to Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just going to build it to WrestleMania. Hopefully they have it all together. And see, that's the thing is, like, I think it could be a good match, but the story is just so childish. I mean, it is so, I don't like, know. I don't know 2009. If, I don't know if, because uh, I heard that Vince McMahon scrapped a bunch of things. Yeah. I don't know if that report came out after Raw or before Raw or something. Uh, so I'm hoping that this match is scrapped. I do not want to see it. That would be the bath and break match. We'll talk more about that in a moment. But um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. This could be very exciting. Yeah, I... You got to give this match probably the most match time. 
but I'm afraid that they won't. Like, that's the problem. I I feel like with, especially since Rollins has come back, they've they've put him in some matches that have been pretty good. And I think the same with pretty good match length. And I think the same with Cesaro, you know, Shinsuke sticking up for his buddy. But I just have a feeling this match will go maybe 10 minutes and not really get into the gear that it should, you know, should from the beginning. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see them going about, uh, let's say between 10 and 15 minutes. I don't have faith in WWE booking the match the way that this should be, considering there's like seven or eight matches on this card uh, tomorrow night. This isn't going to be a two-hour and a half-hour pay-per-view. This is going to go on to like 10, 10, 30, for sure. Yeah. This is ending at 9, 30. This is ending at 10, 10, 30. Absolutely. But, um... You know, uh, we got United States Championship Riddle versus Mustafa Ali. Um, I don't know. Riddle just won the belt, but uh, Retribution's got to go. Ali could use a little bit of a rub, like, rather quickly. Yeah, I've heard that Retribution is probably on the outs here, but, yeah, uh, he's been really struggling. It seems, you know... It seems so foreign to think about how, you know, before Kofi Kingston, he was the original choice to kind of get that that Kofi Mania run, or at least was the person who Kofi took over that spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was the original plan, but he is just. I mean, people don't care about him. I mean, I don't care a single minute when Retribution comes on. I think it's hilarious every time that they come out. I don't mind Mustafa Ali, but he's got that stink of Retribution behind him, and that's the problem. You got T-Bar, Slapjack. Come on now with these masks. Hey, listen. Just come out as your normal characters and you want retribution for not being used right. It makes sense. The story tells itself. You don't need to look like Halloween characters out there. It's just stupid. Yeah, they've they've looked so bad. I mean, they just look embarrassing. It's it's so weird again. It's it's foreign to think of how when Retribution poor first kind of came out. Poor Dijak. Yeah, poor Dijak. We could have gotten some good Dijak versus Keith Lee matches. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's so weird. He was literally just having great matches. What? At the Great American Bash? Didn't he have a match last year? Right around that time. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean. He had, he had fantastic matches with Keith Lee. They had like a trilogy yeah. over down there in NXT. And now he's, now he's in Retribution doing, you know, subtweeting Bow Wow. With Randy Orton. It's bad. Oh, man. It makes it hard to do a podcast sometimes when you have crap like this on TV. <laughs> um, Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. You know the Fiend's got to be showing up here already. I, th- I think it's about time. Yeah, there's... Alexa Bliss will get the win. Maybe. I mean, how much how much time can you really do you really have left? I mean, what we got three episodes of Raw or two episodes of Raw? No, three, three. I mean, could they really tell a whole story without him coming out on Sunday? I, I agree with you. I don't think so. I think Fiend has to get involved in some way, and then you can set up that Firefly Funhouse match, which I'm I'm hoping is what they do. I I think all signs point to that. Three full episodes of Raw, 21st, um, let me see, no, 22nd, 29th, and um, 
I think your birthday, April fifth. Yes. Yes. Um. So yeah, I think Fiend, the Fiend shows up here. Um, no holds barred match. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Why are they doing this match? There, there, there's no, nothing unless they throw in a stipulation at the last minute uh, and maybe turn uh, the raw main event into a triple threat or something. It should be good. Give Sheamus um, something to do. It doesn't seem like he really has a place on the yeah, card. Yeah, but I don't know why they're doing this match. It's just a regular one-on-one grudge match. And hey, listen, it's going to be a good match between Drew. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you've had Drew and Sheamus working with Keith Lee and uh, what have you. The three of those guys have been working – uh, different one-on-one matches, uh, and they, they, Sheamus has been doing some good stuff. Um, but uh, I, I uh, Drew McIntyre gets the win here. Yeah, I mean that match. We saw them have a match on on Raw a few weeks ago that absolutely tore the house down. I, I'm pretty sure they opened the show. This should be a good match, like you said. But there really should be. There's really no storyline development unless it, you put Sheamus in the the, the world title match, which I think, like I said, could be a good could move because Sheamus doesn't really seem to have a, a WrestleMania spot right now. But no, nah, this this match I I don't see unless if Sheamus gets in the match, I don't see McIntyre losing. Yeah, I, I got Drew McIntyre winning. We got the Intercontinental Championship, Big E versus Apollo Cruz. How did you like Big E and Apollo Cruz fighting all over the Tampa Bay Devil Rays Stadium? You must have been eating that up. Uh, I love it. Of course, I love it, man. Only a few oh, more days till man. the season starts. Yeah, what day does the baseball season start? By the way, April first. April first. Oh yep. my goodness. Uh, I don't know what kind of season I'm in for this year. Probably not a good one. If you're playing in my division, not in my, in my Rays division. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough. It, it might be a tough year. I'm leaning towards like a like a like a 500 season. Yeah, I mean Boston's got some good pieces. They got a lot of good, got some good pieces there. They got yeah. some good hitting, whatever. So we'll have to see. Biggie uh, versus Apollo Crews should be at WrestleMania. Yeah, why not? Um, Maybe they maybe they get there because we have seen in a couple years. I don't know if you guys remember the first fast lane. I think was WrestleMania thirty one. Yeah. If you look at the WrestleMania thirty one card, it was <laughs> rematches from fast lane the month or two before. And the WrestleMania thirty one was one of the best WrestleMania since seventeen. By the way, go figure. But I I was not. I was very skeptical of the build for that WrestleMania 31 yeah. card because I'm seeing the same match lineup as I saw in Fastlane already. The same uh, Cena, um, Rusev, and a lot of the same matches. So it's very possible, uh, Ryan, um, that uh, we will see uh, the feud continue into WrestleMania for sure. Um, it makes sense. Just three weeks out of WrestleMania, it would be rushed to start something new. Um, so yeah, uh, Ryan, I think you're right. I think we'll get Biggie versus Apollo Cruz uh, once again at Mania. Apollo Cruz have been doing some kind of some good work. The reverse Kofi Kingston, mm. um, which is ridiculous. It is very ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, he's talking English for all these years. Perfect English. Now he's Nigerian. Uh, <laughs> the Nigerian prince. <laughs> hey, listen, Apollo Cruz looks great, but as I oh, mentioned yeah. before. 
um, I think last week, Apollo can't help himself from smiling. Like you can tell he's literally trying so hard not to smile because that's just his personality. I think he's just a, genuinely a happy guy. Yeah. And, but like when you said, when we saw him standing tall last Friday night uh, on top of the steps, the guy was smiling. Just he was, he was, you could tell he was holding a smile and he wanted to smile <laughs> ear to ear. Oh man. Uh, but Apollo Chris has been doing some good work. Um, yeah. I like to, I, I think he might get the, uh, intercontinental title here. Um, not necessarily yeah. tomorrow, but maybe uh, relatively at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think it's right. Yeah, Ryan, I, I think you're right. I think hits. you're right, Ryan. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get Biggie versus uh, Apollo at Mania too. The women's tag team championship: Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Sasha uh, Banks and Bianca Belair. Uh, I don't see the titles changing here. I think we're gonna no. see added dissension. I think we're gonna see Reginald probably get involved um, because, like we talked about a little while ago, they planted the seeds. Uh, they were planting the seeds for Tamita and, and Naya. Uh, I'm sorry, Tamita and Nat uh, Natalia uh, attacking yeah. uh, Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair. Um, so I, I think they're gonna go the route of. Um, Shane on Naya keeping the titles, fighting uh, Tamina Natty while Sasha and uh, Belair settle their match at uh, WrestleMania for sure. Um, and not to mention, I bet Tommy will be uh, back in the moment. The internet probably got cut out. Oh, there he is. Hello, Sorry. Tommy. How's it going? Sorry, I'm still, I'm still getting used to doing it on my phone here. Yeah, you know what? The, the, the first couple times when I uh, when I um, when I got my uh, new computer, there's a little side button on my mouse. I got the uh, I buy power computer. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Weird. So, but every if I hit that side button, like it, it escapes me out of everything I'm doing, and that's happened like twice where you had to carry the show for like two minutes before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's annoying. But anyway, uh, yeah, I was just uh, saying. Uh, I, one quick point, and I'm going to say it over and over. I, I, I'm not too sure if I'm fully sold on Reginald staying with Naya. Uh, they may still be going with the storyline there with uh, Reginald interfering in Sasha and, Sasha, and yeah. Bianca's business. And I have a feeling that Reginald is playing one of the two, one of the two girls, Sasha or Bianca. And I have a feeling yeah. that I have a feeling Reginald's going to go with Bianca Belair. I have a feeling it's going to be something that we don't see coming. Yeah, I mean, again, got to build for the future. That'd be a good story to keep going after after WrestleMania. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Yeah, you got Reginald using Nia and appearing to be on both the sides of Sasha and Bianca. Yeah. Um. So you got a little little uh love love square called a love, love square. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, Universal Championship match, we have Royal, uh, Roman Reigns versus uh, Daniel Bryan with Edge, the special guest enforcer. I would love to say Daniel Bryan's going to win this match. But if he does, then what do you have left to do for Roman Reigns? Yeah. The only thing I, mean, I can say is Uso yeah. comes in, turns on Reigns, Cost in the match. Daniel Bryan's your champion. Gets Edge at WrestleMania. That's the only the only way around this. 
Otherwise, yeah. I got Roman Reigns winning because who else are you going to match him up against? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be tough. Um, I mean, I think they could still do the triple threat match with, with Daniel and, and Edge and Roman, but it, it's tough to pick against Roman because of how how much they've advertised this, this spear versus spear, Roman versus Edge match. So I'd love to see Brian win or at least get in the the, the title match in, in some way. But, yeah, I'm – I don't know what they're going to do, I, I, which I think is good. I think they're actually, when people first knew that this match was coming, uh, you know, after the Rumble and after all that stuff, I think it was kind of one of those predictable ones. And I, I really think that you can go both ways here with whoever wins and, and have a good story for WrestleMania. So I'm looking forward to this match. I got it should Roman, be great in the ring, too. It, it should be a fantastic match. I got Roman Reigns winning, but I have a feeling Edge might get involved somehow inadvertently. Uh, or we can see the uh, Uso cost Daniel Bryan a yeah, match yeah. and then set up uh, Jay Uso versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, which I think they're going to go with. Um, yeah, I think, they're gonna go I with there. I think Daniel Bryan would love to work with Uso in a one-on-one match for sure. So I think yeah, that's, we have to I think that's where they're going. His... I thought yeah, they were gonna go Jimmy KO. I, I thought they were gonna go KO uh, in uh, Uso, but uh, they may have scrapped the plans for that. Yeah, so. yeah, they must have changed it. But yeah, I, I think we can still look out for Jimmy Uso to make an appearance too. Alrighty, well, Tommy, Is are you time? ready for the burial? I am. I I I think it's time. why that said intro maker on there <laughs> I, I i i messed up my bad on that video but all right we got some stuff to talk about you got braun Strowman versus uh shane mcmahon uh that wasn't gonna be a fast lane and they're probably gonna do it at mania but what in the living hell are they thinking that I am supposed to buy into a storyline that is revolved around shane mcmahon Calling Braun Strowman a stupid idiot <laughs> and pouring slime all over him. What is this, Nickelodeon? <laughs> I am burying this right now. Put it I'm in the ground, this man. Dude right now. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. It's like a DX dropping poop on the McMahons. I have another thing to bury, by the way. Oh, two things. We're getting a two for one special here. Yeah, we have another one. I got another one. You have AJ and Omos versus New Day at WrestleMania. You mean to tell me that they couldn't find something better for AJ Styles at this this year's WrestleMania? What in the world is this? He's team with Omos, man. We got to see more of Omos. What, uh, what, what, are, what are they doing? Are, are, are they trying to book a Shawn Michaels Diesel kind of storyline with this? <laughs> yeah, with, with the former bodyguard for... WWE uh, Raw Underground. What is this? How did they not have something better for AJ Styles? Yeah, this is this is tough. I mean, again, I think it'll be a good match. 
because of AJ Styles, but I mean AJ should be fighting Kevin Owens or you know having a having a ladder match or something. He should not be in a tag team match with with Omos, who we don't even know can wrestle. No, I don't know. WWE might be putting in Omos as like an answer to AEW having Shaquille O'Neal on their show. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Not I, a good look. To, this is not good for AJ main event at WrestleMania against The Undertaker last year. And quite possibly is one of the best cinematic matches WWE's ever done. Yeah. Good way for The Undertaker to go. Now he's facing or teaming with Omos. For the raw tag titles against <laughs> New Day. They Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. They How do they not have something better for AJ Styles here? It's beyond me. I wish I could give you that answer. Those of you guys that are watching, if you have uh, any ideas of what we should do, they should should have done with AJ Styles this year. I thought maybe they could have inserted him back uh, in with, uh, you know, Drew McIntyre. Uh, but uh, oh, I got something else to bury too. <laughs> Three the whole one. booking of WWE Monday Night Raw. Every week, man. Every week. How is, is it that Drew McIntyre and um, Bobby Lashley is the best thing coming from the Raw side for the WrestleMania card? At least it's for the title. Like, at least it's not an undercard match. That's the best one booked. Uh, let me like, tell at least you. the most important title as a story. The past two months out of a three hour Raw, I have watched no more than 45 minutes. <laughs> and in that 45 minutes, I collected everything I needed to talk everything about Everything you podcast. needed to know. Exactly. You get the Hulu version. This is not good. No. This is not good. This is the worst program in all of wrestling. I think Impact is doing a better show than Monday Night Raw. <laughs> they are. They actually are doing pretty good. Why honestly. should I care about Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon? Why should I care about AJ and Omos versus New Day? I don't care. Because Slime and Braun's a stupid idiot, man. I don't care. SmackDown's doing one half of a job. I, I, I watch 75, 80% of their shows. Yeah, Raw. I'm um, sorry. I watched awful. about seventy-five to eighty percent of their whole two-hour show. Yeah, but last night I didn't skip through anything. It was it was watchable. It was it was fine for me. I don't know what anybody else's thoughts on it, but it no, I thought it was me. good. It was it was a good show to have for you know the build up to to Fastlane. It was good. It was enjoyable. WWE needs to do a major reset on Monday Night Raw as soon as WrestleMania is over. They need to hit that reset button. They need to do away with the brand split. Um, One champion, um, tag team, uh, maybe uh, IC, Intercontinental, and leave it at that. One tag champ just merge both divisions. So you have a real division of eight to ten tag teams. one champion and have the champions float around the ball shows. Yeah, there there needs to be a big change here for for Raw. It's been like this for a few years now. It's it's and it's getting worse too. So 
We'll see. Maybe maybe WrestleMania will be a good starting point for them again. We'll have to see. They have to hit a major reset button on Monday Night Raw. It is absolutely atrocious. I can't watch it every week. It's not watchable. Raw is not watchable. At least not all three hours of it. A lot of guys are left off that uh, are left off um, the the card every single Monday night, and I get stuck with Miz and Morrison taking up an hour of my show every Monday. <laughs> but Andrade's getting his release. Andrade, good for him if he gets it. Yeah. WWE, don't, I don't know what they're doing with him. He should have stayed in NXT. Not the right thing. Well, guys, thank you so much for watching. This has been episode. This is episode fifty-eight. Uh, I hope you guys uh, liked our little rant on our burial. <laughs> the burials. Uh, the Three burial. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, that needs to be buried, especially from Monday Night Raw for sure. That whole show yeah. needs to be buried, if you ask me. <laughs> but that's a whole another story. But um, well. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Share with your wrestling buddies. That will help us out. Uh, we're also available on Twitter uh, to catch all the updates. iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Uh, not too sure what this week looks like. I'm telling you, these weeks have been so busy. It's been getting hard, but we try yeah. to get it. For us to get a show to you on a Saturday, uh, I guess kind of goes to show that we're both busy, we, but it, it actually hasn't been too bad because we're able to get every single show in, which is good. But yeah. these weeks have been busy. Um, but WrestleMania week, um, it, could be busy, really it, busy for that one. A very busy week, and uh, Tommy and I will collaborate on how we'll be doing that. Um, so once we get that information out to you, um. You know, we'll let you know as soon as possible, probably the week before, uh, when we're going to be on, how often we'll be on, and we're going to also have a special guest. Uh, we're hoping to get a special guest, Frank Manzo, back uh, for WrestleMania predictions, and that was actually our highest viewed show. Yeah, higher than when we had Just Incredible for episode <laughs> twenty-five. Um, so uh, he, uh, we're hoping to have him back to predict the WrestleMania card with us. Hopefully, it's going to take shape by then. But yeah, I, hopefully. I I know. I mean, they don't have their card in place yet. They're getting there. They made some strides. Let's see what happens this Monday night. Uh, anyhow, um, and let me see. We got some two comments left. Uh, Randy, Dan, thank you so much for your support. We love you. And um, yes, so this is this is our big week of the year coming up yeah. with WrestleMania, and then not to mention soon after. Our one-year anniversary is coming up. Wow. That's it crazy, man. coming up very soon. Can't believe how quick uh, that one year is gone. Uh, we'll be in our 60th episode in two weeks from now. So we're growing little by little, but we have you guys to thank, uh, thank uh, for sure. And uh, can't do it without you guys. And um, Anyway, guys. That's a wrap. Episode 58 is in the books. Make sure you share this with your friends. Tommy, thank you so much for uh, hopping Thanks on. Thanks for having me, man. Tonight, and we will see you guys all next week.